Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat from a Hat. I'm your host, Josh Brown, along with my co-host, Caleb Luther. Caleb, how are you this evening? Eh, I'm okay. You're okay? Not Just too okay? bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not too bad. Uh, what, what have you been into this week? What'd you do? I haven't done a lot, honestly, other than watch Grammys, watch the Lakers last night, see LeBron get the uh, all-time high-scoring record which was awesome but other than that some work stuff typical typical things very boring week very very boring life of mine what about you <laughs> same I, I guess i didn't watch the grammys i didn't watch lebron um i, I worked and you did watch the last of us though yes yeah, so. i did watch we've the last of us that, yeah. uh, we've been watching that which if you have never seen the last of us you need to watch that show it's very 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 good uh, very faithful to the video game, and also not faithful to the video game at all. But probably in a good in, good in a good ways. way. In yeah. a good way, it yeah. expands upon a lot of stuff which I was hoping they were going to do anyway, because that some of the characters that they expand upon, you want to find out about, and they did a very good job with that. Sure, as someone who has never played the video game, I agree. Never played, it, so <laughs> I don't know, but I assume that you, that is correct. That it is yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can assure you it yeah. is it is correct. Uh, so, Caleb, we watched a Knock at the Cabin this week. Um, we did. We'll touch on that briefly, and I do yeah. mean briefly. Yeah. You loved it? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, now. <laughs> okay, fine. You liked it. I thought it. it was adequate, and for Shyamalan, who's very hit and miss, I thought it was it was pretty good. And it was a big old fat miss for me, so. That's okay. That's, yep. Yeah, yeah. Did okay. not Did not care for it It's okay to be objectively wrong sometimes and you know sometimes that happens no i i I understand i understood your criticisms we don't have to get into them but i i I totally understood your criticisms you can you can go on caleb's facebook page and read those criticisms if you like uh sure man sure get on there if you want i prefer go vote on his tournaments too (laughs) What, what is it this week more shoes or no no josh it is not shoes it's i'm doing uh best franchise movies of the last 43 years, so since 1980. Okay. Uh, big tournament. God, just it's been 43 years since 1980. That's insane. It's awful. Just yeah, awful. I wasn't born yet. Neither was I. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't born either. Uh, so, uh, Caleb, so moving on from A Knock at the Cabin, uh, the Grammys. You had some You had some really strong opinions about the Grammys. Uh, did I? Know I? You did. I well, know you I mean, did. I, it's not that I have strong opinions about the Grammys, but I did take a, a list of things. The Grammys did happen Sunday, and it's, uh, yes. it's, it is... For some reason, out of all of the big award shows, it is the biggest. It's the most popular one. It's the one that gets the most views, which is funny because I find it to be uh, the least credible out of all of the, out of all the shows. I think that it, if I'm comparing it to, let's talk about the Oscars and the Emmys. Let's call those the other two. When it comes to the Tonys, don't know, just don't know, just unaware. I've never been to a Broadway show. Don't know any of this stuff. So I'm not, I'm I'm not counting that. But if I'm, I'm counting the Emmys and Oscars. I think that the Grammys is by far like the least credible. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because frequently they will nominate, and even the winner will frequently be one of the more popular albums that came out okay. in the past year. And whenever you look at TV shows and movies, yeah, those things were kind of popular, but they're not the most popular. It'd be like the equivalent of Spider-Man No Way Home. After it makes a billion dollars, like, you know what, let's reward it with the Best Picture nominee and, you know, let's even, let's let it win. And that's usually the case with the Grammys. They tend to lean towards things that are popular and they'll throw another, now that they're up to 10 nominees, 
they'll, they'll throw in some ones that are like out of left field. And for some reason, for some reason, Coldplay got in there this year, and I don't, I don't understand that. But obviously, they did not win a daggone thing, and probably for good reasons. They're, they're Coldplay. They performed at the Super Bowl one year, but yeah, I think that they're the least credible out of all the prestigious award shows. And here's why. Here's another reason why I think that. Do you know the Beatles? Have you heard of the Beatles? The band, the Beatles. Well, you no. know how many you know how many grand, how many album of the years that they won. One. They won one. one. They won it one was for, for Letter Z, right? It was for Sergeant Pepper. Really? Yeah. So they were nominated a lot, but Abbey Road was lost to something. And you know, I, I'm not. I don't know that much about music from the '60s, but I did not know this album that that Abbey Road lost to. What was the album? I don't. I don't remember. I didn't even oh. write. I just know that. I just know that Abbey Road objectively one of the greatest albums of all time and, and i think most people's favorite beatles album uh did not win you know who else has never won album of the year and i think they've only been nominated for album of the year once or twice and that is radiohead so radiohead and metallica both mm-hmm. two of the longest running pop most popular i'd say I actually say metallica is the most popular band in the world and they have been for a while like mm-hmm. they just thought whenever they they whenever they have a, a show coming out it's selling out in like two seconds and they're, they're just very very popular never one album of the year but if i'm if i'm going more towards modern times an artist that's actually never one album of the year even though she's nominated for every album that she puts out and i don't know her music that well except for maybe her last album which was lemonade and i'm talking about beyonce Never won album of the year. She gets nominated and she wins a lot of Grammys. Like she wins like it's it's almost like they just they put her in a box. It was like you're allowed to win these Grammys, but you can't win this one. You can't win this album of the year. So she's never won uh, hip hop albums. Only two albums in the hip hop genre have ever won. In those hip hop albums, uh, they're barely hip hop albums. They're they're multi genre albums. Mm-hmm. So an Outkast album won. Which is Outkast's like fourth best album probably, and Lauren Hill won in the late nineties. Yeah. So this album of the year is just bogus for the most part, and it, this is coming. There's no like anger or anything like that coming from this. I don't care who wins. Good for Harry Styles. Good for whoever won John Baptiste won the year before, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, but it's just it, I don't have enough energy to actually care about who the winner is or who the losers are. Because it's an it's an award that just never mattered. Whenever I think about how the Beatles have never won, Radio has never won, Beyonce's never won, Metallica's never won. It's just an award show that doesn't matter to me. And you know the last rock album to win album of the year? Um How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb by U2. 2011 Arcade Fire. Oh the yeah, because they because uh, the front runner for that was actually Eminem to win that, I believe. See, Eminem's never won, which yep. which I do not care that he's never won. I'm yeah. not a big Eminem fan. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, though, yeah, it was, yeah. It was between yeah. it was between those two. If I'm so was... so overall, if I'm just looking at the history, and I, and I was actually going through all of the, the Grammy winners of album of the year from like 1960 to now, and you know what, from like the six, 60s to maybe the early 90s, mm-hmm. the 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 winners were a little bit more agreeable, and this may be this may come from a place of like oh Caleb's a boomer or whatever. But I think music as a whole was, overall, all the music was just kind of good. <laughs> like, I think music kind of, even though the 90s is my favorite decade for music, mm-hmm. I think popular music started to get a little bit worse in the 90s. And now I look at today and I'm 33 years old and I'm like, oh, this garbage they play on the radio. So I mean, it's just not, it's just not my, uh, it's, not, it's not my thing. It's not your cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. Not your cup of tea. As someone who loves tea, it's not mine. Not my particular cup of tea. But yeah, it, it's some word show I don't care about. What do you have to say about the Grammys? 
I, I mean, I'm glad Harry Styles won. That'd be good because I mean, that good. was probably honestly it was probably my f- maybe second, third favorite record last year. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm happy the guy won. I mean, I I, I never got into his music, but I think that I think what what really got him the win is that it I think it's an, a very agreeable album. And if, if they and if they do ballots similar to the Oscars, mm-hmm. there's the preferential ballot. And my guess is that everybody that voted listened to that album and they didn't hate it. Yeah, like they liked it and they got that. Prefer- yeah. That's how Green Book kind of won a uh, Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean uh, Kendrick Lamar's never won. I, th- I think it's one of those things where an artist that's doing like kind of, like, kind of daring stuff on their album. I don't mean that as a slide on Harry 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 Styles at all, not at all. But I think the Grammys aren't necessarily ready to like award stuff that's doing like outside of the box stuff. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll give it. They'll give Kendrick Lamar Best Rap Album. They'll give Beyonce like Best R and B Album or whatever. But they're like a uh, we. You can't you, you can't, can't give it you can't get album of the year quite yet but you know like I said it's hard for me to be upset or or even happy about winners and losers because some people won last night that I actually really liked uh, like Wet Leg won best alternative mm-hmm. alternative album uh, that was pretty cool it was their debut album so that was cool cool yeah that's all that's all I have to say about the Grammys uh, for someone who doesn't care about the Grammys I had a lot to say about yeah it. but yeah. I, I was just I just wanted to get pull off some factual stuff, like some facts that, you know, maybe some people didn't think about when they think about the Grammys, but yeah. Well, Caleb, uh, that will bring us to uh, LeBron. LeBron last night, by one point... This is what people come to the podcast for, is for the LeBron talk. For one point is now the all-time... Leading scorer in the NBA. I think two points. I think he, two points. I mean, was it two points? He went okay. over. He he went over. And then he's maybe three points because then he scored another basket. Yeah, oh, all-time okay. leading scorer. Uh, congrats to him. There's still a lot of people that hate him, but he's really, really undeniably great. Uh, he's my second. He's never making it. He's my numbers. He's my number two of all time. I have all of my LeBrons today. My my tennis shoes and you know, just paying my respects to to a great baller. You right. know, Kobe's always gonna be my favorite, but. LeBron's great. He's well, great. We have the Super Bowl Sunday. I'm looking oh forward to God. the commercials. I don't care about the game. Here's the problem with that. I don't that, care about the halftime show either. They reveal all the commercials before, and I've yeah, seen like I've seen the biggest one already. I'm like, are you kidding me? Actually, actually, <clears throat> excuse me, myself. Um, I care more about the halftime show every year than I care about anything else. I do not. I'll be on my phone during the game. No yep. doubt. I do yep. not watch the. And I used to really like watching football, but I'm just like. I don't care about I, it. Anymore. I will genuinely, I will genuinely watch the halftime show and and enjoy it mostly because ninety nine percent of the time it's it's a spectacle anyway. I'm telling you, I love that that weekend halftime. Yes, show. Yes, that was, was incredible. Great. It was great, and I'm sure I'm sure that halftime got, show made me a fan of the weekend. I'm sure so. Rihanna's halftime show is going to be yeah. going to be really really yeah, good too. It's probably yeah. going to be great. Yeah. Um, so Caleb, our friend um, Seth. Uh, gave us something that uh, that we were going to try um, on on the air. Um, he gave us this. Th- he, he told us here do a, do a taste test, and he gave us a uh, not a sponsor. Um, what is this? Bar- Barrett B a r r i t t s. It says I don't yeah. know what that name is. Uh, Sugar free, non alcoholic. Sad uh, ginger beer. Uh, and we actually uh, we're going to go ahead and introduce our our guest this week. Uh, we have uh, a Writer, librarian, uh, chef, TikTok extraordinaire, <laughs> uh, Miss Erica Kitchen. Erica, uh, how are you? The crowd goes crazy. The crowd goes crazy. We'll, we'll, put some, <laughs> we'll put in some. We'll put some okay. post effects. Just some roar of applause. I, I can't. I can't. I'm not that good at editing yet. So, so I'll send you something to put. So yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Um, strange pick for a first guest, considering I don't talk all that much. Well, it was. Listen, to the topic. It was a topic that I believe you too. You too, you put in you for did, us. You did put it in. So, so just so you know, so, you know as you by hear, default, as you hear the. 
Oh, uh oh, there's the uh -oh. ginger beer. Uh oh, I'm excited let's, about this. I, I, let's. Oh god, it looks like Sprite. <laughs> it looks like uh, ginger ale. It, kind of, yeah, it kind of does look like. Ginger ale. I think that's what it's gonna taste like. Yeah, that's probably what's over under. Like. It's gonna taste like ginger ale. Over and how do we over under? I that? don't know. Here I go. All right. Oh, Two. it smells like. Oh, it smells a lot like ginger. Ooh. That's potent. <laughs> that's very gingery. That does not. Oh my goodness. That does not taste like ginger ale. That tastes like ginger. That tastes like straight up. That ginger. tastes like straight that, up like ginger. A, that would be a good yep. palate cleanser. Mm. God, all the all those years of, of ginger. Where's this when you eat like sushi and th stuff? Those years like. of ginger tea has prepared me for this. Because if I if I if I didn't frequently drink that, I'd probably like be like, what on earth is that's this? Really, no, that's really good. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's from a person that doesn't really like partake in a lot of ginger stuff. That's that is good. I like it. Well, I love the way that ginger just feels in your in your nostrils. Seth, you, Seth, you did good. You did good. You did good. What, oh God! And now, <laughs> yeah, it's just filling your lungs, ain't it? What do you think? What do you think of it, Erica? What do you think? Oh, she hates it. Uh, <laughs> I've had ginger beer before, actually. This oh, is not my first have, rodeo. Yeah. Very sweet. Mm -hmm. um, have For you guys so ever had crystallized ginger? Like just. It's like a candy. No, no. I've Do had, like, not the try root. it. It oh, will set no. your mouth on fire. I've had, like ginger. It root. hurts. Really? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, <laughs> At least the kind I had. I tell you what. The we'll, burn on this isn't too bad. We'll do that on the next podcast. We'll skip the. Ginger, we'll get the, the crystallized, crystallized ginger. ginger candy. That'll be our recurring theme. We'll just do ginger flavored. I know on products. the on the movie Triangle of Sadness that was nominated for uh, best picture. There's like they're on like a cruise and like there's like a big like seasick. Home with that last forty minutes, just people vomiting for like forty minutes. But they do give them this ginger tea. That means just ginger candy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? That would be good in, in just regular life, but that is not going to help them in this situation. It's like, take this ginger candy; it'll help your nausea. I'm like, no, that will not. <laughs> it's just people like vomiting all over the place. Well, Caleb, before we move forward with this week's topic, we will move back very quickly. Move back. We'll move back very quickly. We got a lot of feedback on last week's episode of 80s albums. Um, a lot of people left some comments and things. Uh, while you're getting your comments situated and going, do you have a favorite 80s record? See, when I was listening and you guys asked me on, I knew, I knew you guys would ask me that. Mm -hmm. And I had to go back and look. I don't. My mode of listening to music mm -hmm. isn't really... Not typically album-based. Mm -hmm. I don't usually listen to something back right. to front. It just kind of becomes a jumbled mess mm -hmm. for me. But that being said, I, I, I do very much enjoy Tears for Fears, Songs from the Big Chair. It's a great one. It's a great record. It's a great record. Great record. Great record. Great record. <laughs> that I chose and I own, obviously, on vinyl because it is great. Uh, Caleb, what, what was some comments some that Some comments got? that I got here. Not, not that many, but some. You know, the first sure. one here is from our friend Dustin Dent. Said the first three I bought as a kid was Run DMC, Raising Hell, Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet, Good album. The Violent Films uh, debut album, self-titled cool. album. Cool. From uh, Ashley Carey, uh, Music for the Masses by Depeche Mode, Violent Film, Film self-titled, mm -hmm. and uh, Daydream Nation by Sonic Youth. Sure. Uh, Eric, my friend Erica Keck said Master of Puppet Twins. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like this is not a poll. It's not a poll. I was like, she was like, that's okay. She was like, I'm just, I, I just wanted to make sure that everybody knows. No, that's okay. So that's I, I'm guessing that Master of Puppets would be would be hers. Uh, Larry Dameron said uh, 1984. That's Van Halen, right? Yes. Yep. Thriller by Michael Jackson, Purple Rain. Mm -hmm. uh, Born in the USA, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Appetite for Destruction, mm -hmm. Journey Escape, and uh, Ride the Lightning. 
uh, Metallica. Great. And the, the last one I got here, uh, he didn't say any album, but he did come from the 80s very much, and that's our, our friend Bivar Jeffrey said, God, all my favorite albums are from the 80s with a few exceptions. Okay, well, that's... Some big 80s fans. A lot of big 80s fans, that's right. Uh, See, now I'm just drinking this ginger beer on air, and I don't. I never drink anything. <laughs> now it's, it's, got, it's got my control now, because I, I do love... Now it. you're going to go buy a six-pack of that, ain't I you? I probably won't, because there's probably still stuff in it that's not good for you, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. So... Uh, <laughs> It is good though. I just I, I love the ginger, the ginger taste. It's a good taste. I like ginger snaps too. I do like. Them. I do like. Them. I is there like anything ginger. ginger you don't like? I like ginger. I need to pick up some ginger tea. I'm out. So okay. Well, folks, this week we're going to be talking about banned books, not banned as in music, but banned as in no longer able to be sold. Uh, checked out or, or, in, or, or, or in public schools or in right. the library. Yeah. Um, we're going to call also challenged books, I believe, is an, mm-hmm. an also a term yeah. for it. Um, we're going to preface this with something that we, Caleb and I, have no idea about this topic. Uh, well, it's why we, it's, it's but most, that's it's why, why we're here. It's why we brought on we brought on Erica, who right. we knew was very knowledgeable on it, and she's an author, and she works in a library. Yeah. So uh, it's just something, I, 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 don't, I don't read a lot of books and mm-hmm. Other than like, I obviously we see the headlines right. of, of books being banned, but it's not something that we're not we're right. that knowledgeable. We're, we're also going to preface this with this might get into a slight political conversation. So it's we're going to pre we're going to oh, yeah. we're going to preface that first. <laughs> so if you're not interested in hearing a um, uh, a, um, a non biased viewpoint on on this, it's just straight up fact that is happening in the world today. Then I suggest you turn the podcast off now or go to the very end of where we will pick next week's topic. So, uh, with that being said, uh, Erica, you have the floor. What are all the banned books that ever existed, Erica? Okay, well, you know, I have a, a selection to 100, go over. 100,000 books. Um, but there's quite a bit. Yes. Number one. I'll tell you what. First, so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's the ginger. It's the ginger. Uh, first, I'm going to give you guys like a framework for discussion, so it's not just me talking yeah, yeah, yeah. at you. Absolutely. So, I'll just start with um, demystifying some of the information about banned books because I created a banned book display at the Logan Area Public Library this past year, and the amount of people that come in and look and go, "Oh my God, this was banned! Why was this banned?" This is currently banned. You're getting it from the library. It's in the library. Yeah. It's, not it's not banned, banned right. here. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of, not misinformation, but just not a lot of understanding of the mm-hmm. topic, which mm-hmm. is fine. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm here for. So um, start with the difference between a challenge and a ban because they are two different things. A challenge is an attempt to remove or restrict materials based on the objection of a person or group of people. Uh, challenge materials still remain in circulation unless a ban is enacted. And obviously, the ban is when people band together and get it banned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but books, when they're banned, they're not removed from circulation everywhere. Like when we talk about banned books, it is always um, kind of a. They're, they're in pockets. It's very insular. They'll be removed from a particular school district or from mm-hmm. a particular library. Um, there is really no way to ban a book federally. Mm-hmm. And if there, it is very hard yeah. to get mm-hmm. to that level. Right. But, um, so, uh, why are books banned? 
Why aren't, why they? aren't books banned? Yeah, I mean, why, I mean <laughs> you can, you could give, say, yeah, <laughs> for real. You could give literally any reason to challenge a book. Um, but typically they're banned due to sexually explicit content, offensive language, or any number of things. Like I have a list here of some books that are frequently challenged or banned. And there are some interesting reasons why they are challenged. Oh, we uh, will get to that. We will we, get, to we'll that. get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, basically, if someone finds an objection in the material, in the book, and they get enough people together, they can go to the school board or your public library board and make a challenge. And um, bans aren't permanent. They can be reversed. Sometimes it is difficult to reverse these, but Mm -hmm. it is doable. So that's that in a nutshell. Um, So for some more information, uh, kind of the basis of book banning is the Comstock Act of 1873, which made it illegal to send obscene, lewd, or lascivious, it's a good word. Uh, mm, it's a big one. <laughs> immoral. It's one in five dollar words that yes. I don't know what it means, but that's... Lascivious. <laughs> immoral or indecent publications through the mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because this man, um, oh, what was his name? What was his first name? I had it here. This man, Comstock, was a uh, postmaster. Mm -hmm. And so uh, part of this law came into effect specifically of this material being circulated through the U.S. mail. Mm -hmm. And then um, there were some more laws put into effect. They're all just called the Comstock laws um, that put restrictions on, um, on these materials being sold, given away, or even like having the possession of it. Like you could get a misdemeanor for that, <laughs> of all things. And this was when again? This was 1873. Um, what information on contraception that could be circulated? We can't. We can't <laughs> teach anyone science through the mail. We no. <laughs> <laughs> and weirdly enough, photographs of boxing matches. They're they're too violent. They're too violent. Too homoerotic. Is that what it is? Is that what it was? No, that, no, not necessarily. Oh, oh okay. I was <laughs> gonna awesome. say, oh, oh my gosh, really? I was gonna be like, what? Wow. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Not necessarily, but I have a suspicion that might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, might be a little bit of that there. Uh, anyway, um, so Comstock's intense efforts led to the passage of any obscenity statute known as the Comstock Act, which made it a crime to distribute. Uh, obscene material through the post prohibited the use of the mail for distribution of birth control devices so you couldn't mm-hmm. be sending yeah. that mm-hmm. and that was something that was only recently rolled back in I think 1971 mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah it's fairly recent that sounds, that sounds yeah. about right yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. um but ultimately uh, 24 states passed similar prohibitions on materials distri- uh, distributed blah, 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 distributed within the states but because the legislation didn't define what obscenity meant mm-hmm. in concrete terms, that leaves the courts to determine 
what's considered obscene on a case-by-case -case basis. So that kind of forms your um, basis for book banning. Mm. All because of somebody didn't want to handle anatomy books <laughs> yeah. or homoerotic boxing matches yes. and uh, contraceptive. <laughs> hmm. So that's, hmm. Hmm. There's a lot of things that I could say, mm -hmm. but I won't say just for the, again, unbiased approach that we are mm -hmm. having on the podcast today. Mm -hmm. um, so so we've got this guy. He's He started this whole thing of getting things banned through the mail. Now, how did it enter into the school system? How does anything enter through the school <laughs> system, really? Um <laughs> It, it all comes down to that same basic argument that you hear just about everything is, but think of the children. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Always, but think yeah. of the children. That's always yep. it, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they can't be exposed yeah. to such things. So, you know, there's... Yeah, like anatomy you know, and, and homoerotic <laughs> boxing matches. And they don't need to know that stuff. They need to be, they need, they need to be lost if they for are not clothed, <laughs> If they are not clothed in, in football pads and football gear... <laughs> Then it is homoerotic. They, they gotta have their cleats on. They gotta have their cleats on. They gotta be dressed from head to toe yeah. in baseball. Yeah. And I love sports, but come on now. There's clearly priorities are all messed up in uh, in the school system. It mm. seems so. And that goes with, I mean, that goes with yeah. every school system. Every yes. every that's, that's school system. That's just America. It's, yes. it's, 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 it's not always, just the West Virginia. Thing, it's right? always sports is more important than education. That's the way it's mm -hmm. always been. Because it is. Just kidding. It was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. But let's, let's continue. Where we're, we we're continuing. Where are we at? We're, we were talking about the schools and, and how it, and how it is yes, what's best for the children. Yes, and yeah, and how people are ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Um, what would you What would you say is the most um, the 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 groups of people that that fall into the category of trying to ban books constantly? Or, or trying to go out of their way to make it to where children can't educate themselves through reading. Mm -hmm. Well, as, you can be mm, as blunt as you want to be. Um, well, tip, typically they're conservative groups. Um, mm -hmm. They are PTAs, um, conservative lawmakers. I, so there's this thing going on in West Virginia right now. Go ahead. <laughs> there's go this ahead. thing happening. Yes. Um, this source is from the Mountain State Spotlight, and this was published December 8th last year. So okay. this is recent. So it's about, about two months old. Yeah. Okay. So um, there was a sign erected in the uh, West Virginia Senate chambers. I, I saw this. Yes. I saw this article. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I did. Yeah. Several. Yeah. Okay. So there was a sign erected that had hashtag protect our children. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were flyers being distributed that was saying that um, West Virginia kids are uh, like have access to explicit and quote cartoon like illustrations of sexual activity yeah. in public school libraries. <laughs> so um, this uh, small group, and I will say this man's name because it was. It was in the article. Uh, South Charleston resident Dennis Westover uh, is leading this group trying to get some books banned in our little states. Mm -hmm. And uh, at this meeting, I think the the selection of 
books that were shown at this meeting is interesting. Um, what were they? <laughs> one, one was a children's book about Ruby Bridges, who was the first black child to desegregate at a Louisiana elementary school. Why? <laughs> a biography of Ruth Bader Ginsburg aimed at young adults. Mm-hmm. And an illustrated book starring a child wearing androgynous clothing. Yeah, that sounds West Virginia, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Ban them all! Ban them all! So um, that mm-hmm. same the same article I, I saw was uh, I don't know if I don't know if it might have been sourced from that, but um, I don't remember where I had read it either. But um, they had had a meeting in a. I, I, I'm not entirely sure whose office they had. Agriculture commission. Yeah. Agriculture uh, commission. Three office. three lawmakers yeah. showed up. Yes. Out of how many do we have in our state? Five hundred people. Yeah. A Close. Lot. Mm-hmm. So three people showed up yeah. to this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so needless to say, his uh, his whole entire uh, thing was in vain because no one came, mm-hmm. which is warms my heart just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, people because people didn't care about the bullcrap that he was spewing. <laughs> like it's it's so ridiculous to me how we as a society are trying to ban things. And it's and this harks back to the eighties as well with um, the parental advisory stickers on mm. albums. It's the same thing. Still a thing. It's still a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Still yeah. A thing. To me it's one of these things where um, you if you're a parent, you need to monitor your own children. Um, It's got nothing to do with what's being put out because everything in life, especially when it comes to entertainment, art, music, it's people are going to put out what they want to put out and what they feel connects with their audience. If and the thing of it is too about about books and things for especially for children. When you reach your your teen and your adolescent years, that's when you really discover who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So if a person can go and look up a book or something like that that would help them to become the person that they really want to become, they should have the right to do that. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with, with a, a book ban or anything. That's just that's life. Like everybody should be able to walk into a place, and if especially think of a person that uh, that they are discovering who they are in life, and they find on the internet this book that they they were like, that's you know, I think that book would really help me, but they can't afford that book. They go to a library if the library has it and pick that book up, but if it's a banned book, they can't pick it up from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just it, it's ridiculous to me. I don't understand the concept of, of trying to ban art or ban something that would try to help a person. Especially, going back to what we were talking about, anatomy books and things like that. Maybe a doctor's ordered their books in the 1800s like that. I know they weren't Mm -hmm. going and picking them up at a bookstore in the 1800s. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. That's just just my perspective. Well, yeah, I mean, back to the the thing you said about parenting, uh, like keeping tabs on their kids or whatever. Like, parent... All, almost all parents have a different parent, parenting style from sure. one another. Sure. So who's so why why is why should one person or a group of people be able to say, well, this thing isn't appropriate for all kids? Whenever mm-hmm. you know parents have the say, regardless if we like it or not, they have the say of what is appropriate for a kid at that at that, at that age of mm-hmm. either eight years old or fifteen years old. So I mean, like some parents won't won't view the thing that's offensive, quote unquote offensive, 
like a parent that will view that as mm-hmm. offensive. So like I think it's crazy that they have to that they get to dis- people get to decide for like everybody. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, as a parent, the best thing you can do is to give your child the critical thinking skills yeah. to exactly. decide exactly yeah. what sort of uh, media that they want to consume. Crit- yeah, critical yeah. Think- I think critical thinking as a whole and, and people having nuance about any argument that they make is something that's very clearly very much lost yeah. upon... Uh, yeah. I mean, I... I I'm not just going to say West Virginia people. It's just it's people as a whole. Well, the thing of it is, too, and I look at it from this perspective, it's are we going to ban the Internet? Are we going to ban the Internet? Because literally anything you want to find out or, mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. look at, you will find somewhere on the Internet. Yes. So are we going to ban the whole what's, internet? Are we going to ban certain things of the internet as well? What's similar to like you know when people are like, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to buy a, a smart TV because they keep they keep they're, they're they're tracking you. I'm like, dude, do you see this thing this this this, <laughs> oh, yeah. this rectangle in your pocket? It's called a phone. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. You shouldn't be worrying about a a, a Chinese <laughs> balloon or whatever. Like like if they want if they want to track you, they're going to track you. Dude. And they've tra- and they've been able to you triangula- triangulate cellular phones for. 30 years now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not some it's not, something it's not some yeah. yesterday news and yeah. yesterday thing yeah. they've discovered. If you got a phone, people know stuff about you. Yeah. That's just the mm-hmm. facts. And mm-hmm. you know what? I've accepted that. I, like I own a phone. I'm like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not gonna try to ban a phone because nobody's gonna do that because everybody kind of needs a phone. Either they're addicted or they actually need that phone yeah. to be able to uh, communicate with someone. So. It's similar to so it's sort of similar to the books thing. I mean, it's banning things is just uh, I don't know. It's it's upsetting things I, that clearly don't need to be banned. It's 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 the thing too of of what it's you're you're reading a book and it's just it's it's differentiating a fact from fiction as well. If a person picks up a book and they're they're reading through a fiction novel, and you can probably attest to this since since you're a writer. If, if I pick up one of your books and I'm flipping through one of your books and I relate to a character in that book, I need to differentiate that this is still a fictionary book or, or something that this is not this is not real life. This is this is a this is a book. Mm-hmm. I am I am I am uh, uh, separating myself from reality while reading a book. Mm-hmm. I just I don't. I just don't understand it. I don't understand yeah. why we are targeting books yeah. of all things in this world that we're we're trying to trying to make irrelevant. And it and folks, let me tell you something. I deal with people almost every day, and some of them they can't read. And you're trying to ban. It doesn't matter what kind of book it is, but you're trying to ban things that people need to move on in life and do things in life. I think that could could it really expand their 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 mind. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean I just don't I don't understand. I don't understand it. I mean I, I, I don't And there's there, there's no I, if if we had a, if we had another person here that was trying to to talk about the side of oh well we need to ban this because of this and we need to ban this mm-hmm. because of this. It's not that I'm closed mind about it. Uh, it, it's just the, I don't understand the logic. I, I would just yes. feel like they're objectively wrong. Like I, yes. I, I feel like nothing that they would tell me. I'd be like, oh, that opens up my eyes. I don't think it would. I've se- I've seen and heard everything, yes. and I'm just like, I oh, know. I don't. I, I don't. I don't get that at all. So yeah. 
that's something. Have, I was going to ask you, Erica, uh, I know you have more stuff to, to cover, but I, I was looking through list of band books, and there was a couple that, you know, not, not the biggest reader, but there's some that I've seen adap- the adaptations for mm-hmm. in movies. Mm-hmm. And one of them is uh, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. And apparently that has that, that's a book that has been banned from... Uh, from I don't know, libraries, public schools, I don't know. And I, have you read... Most you, likely school systems. School systems. Yeah. So what, have you read that one? I haven't, actually. So I, I watched the movie, and I guess maybe it's... The movie must be more sanitized. Because my mm. guess is that it must have, like, some sort of sexual content in it or something. Because I can't imagine what what would be in that book that... <laughs> well, there... <laughs> I'm just going to pull out an example okay. real quick, well, actually. Well, pull out the example. You know, Caleb, last week you said something... Uh, when you guys came in, we're like, we're going to need your help on this band books <laughs> thing. And you had made the joke about where the wild things are. Oh, it was banned because banned it was it too scary. 25 pages of t- terror. And I said, you <laughs> said that with such conviction that I believed you for a second. Well, you were right. Oh, my God. I'm not, you I mean, were right. I mean, I didn't know I was right, but I'm also not surprised yes. that I was right. So why did we ban where the wild things are? Where the wild things are... Um, was banned, let's see, in, or in the 60s, in late 60s. It came out in 63. Mm-hmm. Um, readers believed Where the Wild Things Are was psychologically damaging and traumatizing to young children due to Max's inability to control his emotions and his punishment of being sent to bed without I, dinner. I, I knew it. I knew that was what it was going to be. Because, I mean, that, that sounds... The book is very kid-friendly. Now, if you if you want to go over to the movie, <laughs> the movie if a little kid did see that, that would be that was more geared towards teenagers or like late teens, early twenties that are kind of trying to discover themselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the book is totally harmless. I did not know that. <laughs> maybe I maybe I read that and subconsciously said that out loud last week. Maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe that, that did happen. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's been called too dark, and the book was largely banned in the South. It has been challenged several times for its images of witchcraft and supernatural elements. Witchcraft? Witchcraft, huh? You know, Yes, Caleb. Witchcraft. That's, that's, that's peculiar. That's, well, no. He's, he's, got, these little, he's no. got these little friends that come to life. It's witchcraft. No. no the, he, goes to a, he goes to an island with monsters. <laughs> I don't think there is um, any witchcraft. Witchcraft? They're just monsters. They're not witches. It's not witchcraft. <laughs> They're these oh, monsters. My God. Got kid. You know. The, so the book. Have you read the Where the Wild Things Are? Yes. Yeah. So it's been like forever since I did. But that's a very small book, right? Like a very <laughs> it's short a picture book. book. Like, yes. like a, the fact that they got adapted to like a hundred minute movie, and they definitely like padded it. Mm-hmm. But it was more of a, a tonal, like a mood movie. Good movie. Though. Very depressing yeah. and kind of sad and dark. And it is dark. Mm-hmm. But the book, I don't, I don't get that on the book. I think they adapted it well for like kids in their late teens. But uh, as far as the book goes, like it's <laughs> witchcraft and getting getting sent to bed without <laughs> getting food. Okay, that, that, that's wild. See, that, that's li- that... that's quite literally wild, honestly. Yes. <laughs> <I> mean, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was hocus pocus, though, it would be fine. You know, we got because it's, I mean, <laughs> it's a children's book. You know, now, I'd say that there's still a lot of parents. I mean, it's just us being oh, well, us being Southern West Virginia. See that, and like, no, my kid cannot watch Hocus Pocus because it does have witchcraft. But for the most people, they find it to be fairly harmless. Case, case in point. Case in point, though, real fast. The same 
thing happened when the Harry Potter books came out. Listen, that's do you yes. remember? Yes. Do you remember yeah. the backlash? We were just teens, like we were like almost kids, yeah. right? Yeah. Those the movies came out, the books came out. Every time there was a new book, there was somebody saying, "Oh, it's witchcraft. It needs banned. My kid ain't gonna read that." And, all, and guess what? <laughs> I was one of those kids. I never got through. Well, I wasn't a big reader, and I didn't read any of them. But I felt I felt like I would be in trouble. Well, that's 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 books. why I never saw any of the movies, or never or never read I, any I didn't of watch the books as a kid. Up, yeah. Same. I did not watch those yeah. movies until probably three years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I just I don't. I think maybe that's from a personal span, a personal yeah. standpoint as well that I, I feel personally invested in the topic in a sense yeah. of of I had books banned in yeah. my home that I couldn't read and I just see how how silly it's silly it's silly yeah. that a person can't pick up a book and just read a book and enjoy the book and form their own opinion that's the problem let people form their own opinions on material on TV on movies on music yeah. on books whatever let them make their own opinion yeah well, it's no, not hard. I mean, no one ever stopped me from I mean, Harry Potter. Like, while I do remember all that stuff, and you saw it all in the news, people, they, they, those were some slow news days. Whenever they were talking about God, is is Harry Potter offensive towards kids? <laughs> not on Fox News, but, it, wasn't, but on it was our, every day. Well, I didn't watch it, so I, I was just I, I was, just, was forced. I was to. existing in school, and it seemed like the majority of kids, and even the teachers, were very were actually surprisingly very supportive of, mm-hmm. of the Harry Potter books, which mm-hmm. was. I get, that was nice. I just never yet again wasn't a big read. I was reading Goosebumps and stuff like that. But uh, Goosebumps the, is witchcraft. Goosebumps, uh, man. That, let me tell you what. Some of those books are bangers. Too, too scary. Some of those books. Are, I can't imagine any Goosebumps books got got like banned or anything like that, right? Uh, maybe R.L. Stein had some like more like mature books that they got banned. You know, I didn't think to look, but I am. He, he's just such a non controversial. <laughs> so, so non controversial. Uh, but that since that, King, that reminds but... me. Go, deal with, Delving into horror is that I've never I've never read it the book it I was actually going to bring that up I but know you where know, you're going with but this. it does have a thing in it that yes I'm, I was just wondering like like did that did, did we do any of us know if that book ever like I don't I was don't a subject think so. of, ba- of being banned I don't think so you know uh, is can I walk over to the Logan County Public Library right now and pick up it Yes, absolutely. Then it's there. Yeah. You go. It just has that. It just has that one questionable thing. <laughs> that well, that one questionable <laughs> thing is about three chapters of that book. No, 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 um, no way. I'm, I'm I'd say it's just sure. the thing that happens after the kids they come together. You know, they're, they're rejoicing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the audience. If if you know, you know. Yeah. But yet again, I, definitely I still, something I, that I, didn't I, make the movie. Still don't think the book, the, the book should not be banned for that. And I'm I'm glad to hear that it didn't because because you know that's that's I mean. <laughs> Again, form your own opinion and parent your kids and make sure they're picking up things they that you as a parent think they should be picking up. Yeah. It's not hard. Yep. Not hard at all. So you had more um books that, that were that were banned that we possibly know or may not know, but yeah. some reasons as to why they're banned. Yes. Um I have a list here. These are some of the books that I spotlighted during Band Book Week okay. last year. Um, Which you, by the way, if you're listening in Logan, you can go pick those up at the Logan County Public Library. Logan Area Public Logan, Library. Logan Area. Logan area. <laughs> Sorry. And we are a public library, even though we're in a middle school. Yes. People get that twisted. We, we are public. Are, we are connected. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, though. That, yeah. that, that, that People know. People yeah. now know. Yes. 
Okay. Um, one of them is Lord of the Flaws by William Golding. Okay. I own that. Never read it, though. It's, it's you know, it's the one where the kids... Kids on the Island. Kids on the yeah. Island. Um, I have no earthly idea about so, that. So kids on the Island. Oh, my connection to, to Lord yeah. of the Flaws, even though I never read it, is that I was... I was into a band and still very much into a band <laughs> in the 2000s called Gatsby's American Dream, mm-hmm. which I mean, judging by their name, a lot of their their songs were, were literature based. Mm-hmm. So they had like almost an entire album, a concept album, basically about Lord of the Flies. And I was like, this is really interesting. Maybe I'll read it one day. And then I just never did. Which album was that? <laughs> uh, Volcano. Their album Volcano oh, has a lot okay. of, they have a song called Fable that's definitely much, very much about Lord of the Flies. You know what? I've listened to that album and I never made that connection. Well, I, 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 listen, as a, as a teenager, I was um, very much into learning about their songs. I was like, oh, literature, huh? Maybe I'll read some of these <laughs> books. And I just never did. Or like Animal Farm. What about Animal Farm? Uh, is that like... Animal a, Farm is, is definitely so they had a band. Yeah, yeah, so Gatsby's Mirror Dream had an entire album about Animal Farm. <laughs> so yeah. did Pink Floyd. Nice. Yeah. Called yeah. Animals. Gatsby's yeah. album was a little better and a little bit more popular than Pink Floyd's album, Josh. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> that might be undoubtedly true, though, because right. nobody talks <laughs> about animals. Yeah, I know a lot of people hate it, but I think it's good. Yeah. Continue. Go ahead. Um, Lord of the Flies is the book that um, is most popular popularly known um for the ones where the boys get stranded on mm-hmm. an island and start killing each other yes uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be a um a comment on society anyway that was banned for use of profanity racism misogyny depictions of sexuality and excessive violence <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. But you can pick up a Call of Duty game and get that every single day whenever you're playing online with children. I mean, Parents, your kids. <laughs> yep. Here's a popular one. To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. that, I don't know about you guys, but I was it was absolutely on the reading list was taught yes. to me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. In a high school yeah. class. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because of themes of sexual assault, use of profanity, and use of racial slurs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, there's so many. The Giver. I was going to say, was the, is The, the giver, giver not by, on there? The Giver yeah, by uh, Lois yeah, Lowry. Yeah, yeah, Everyone that came in and looked at the copy of The Giver said, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> because the Giver? Because literally for, I can remember in... Grade school, middle school, high school, like that book was on like every teacher's bookshelf. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe in my 10th grade English class, we had to read that book. Is that the the book where they're in a dome? Like they live Mm -hmm. in like a dome? Yep. Um, It's like a post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Why? Why? I'm curious. Why was it banned? (laughs) Infanticide. Suicide and euthanasia. Oh, so we just can't be real. It's just too dark. It's so real dark. world things. Can't okay. be exposed to such. Mm-hmm. Can't be exposed such to witchery. such things. Witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> it's the witchcraft. People killing give, people killing themselves. Witchcraft. Her, we are definitely going to have to put an explicit content on this one. I, <laughs> I know. Gosh, oh, oh witchcraft. My gosh. The Giver. Gosh. <laughs> I'm going to drop an F-bomb here in just a second just to make sure we get it. <laughs> well, speaking of suicide, 13 Reasons Why yeah. also on the band list. Really? Yep. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Suicide. Listen, yeah. people... Yeah. people I should have banned that show just because it sucked. <laughs> people people are going to read... But here's the thing, though. People are going to read that book just because of the TV show. 
Yeah, yeah. The, the TV show is wildly popular. Remind me, because that will bring up a, a topic or a, a question I want to ask you when we're done through our uh, our list here yeah. for books. Absolutely. Okay, um, let's see. What haven't I gone over yet? The Catcher in the Rye. Mm-hmm. Excessive vulgar language. Depictions of sexuality. And, quote, things concerning moral issues. Yeah, that'll get you every time. Every Those time. things. Just Those too things much on we. Too much. <laughs> As I Lay Dying by William Faulkner. Oh, really? Are you serious? As I Lay Dying by William Faulkner. So that was yes. that we, we got to read that one in my uh, wow. English 101 class. Yeah. And, yes. Like a uh, Tex Woods text, class. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the one about the uh, the guy in the coffin and the flood comes, right? Yes, and he's, yeah, okay, and the yeah. families, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the one. Why is that? Wow. <laughs> Why? Death, suicide. Well, it's kind of like a dark comedy, right? Kind of like dark, darkly comedic. Profanity. <sighs> sexuality. What? <laughs> anti-Christianity. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We can't have, we can have the, cur- listen, I we still- can have, we can have the cursing, we can have all of the profanity. I don't even remember the we profanity the being death. that bad. Maybe the I- moment you listen, start talking about Jesus. I was 20 when I, like, I, like, I cared about profanity, but I just don't remember anything in that book being, like, that bad. It really so wasn't. that's like a short but- story, right? Is that, is that a short story? Or- it's a sh- it's more of a novella yeah, than a yeah. novel. Are we going okay, okay, yeah. to ban like the Great Gatsby now because of alcoholism and someone dying in a yeah, pool? Yeah, Gatsby and... was definitely challenged and probably banned. Yeah, really? I didn't have it listed, yeah. but about 90% yeah, sure. It's banned. I'm going to be the one who, do, who does it. going to ban it. Good. Ban it. <laughs> going to ban Leonardo DiCaprio while I'm at it. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy. He's about to get himself <laughs> banned. He's about to get himself banned is what's happening. <laughs> Eek. Okay. Leo, think about your choices. <laughs> Leo, where are your parents? <laughs> he's he's gonna it's gonna be the plot of Catch Me If You Can here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. I feel like I just okay. Grapes of Wrath uh-huh. by John mm-hmm. Steinbeck. Yeah, okay. Profanity, depictions of sexuality, and communism. <laughs> Yeah. Are your kids so, playing video games? So when did when did when did Grapes of Wrath come out? Uh, let's see. I can keep. I don't know right offhand. While, while you're looking, out. while you're looking that up, I'm I'm going to make a uh, continue on with the point that I just made. The majority of these people that probably want these books banned are the same people that's putting their child in front of Grand Theft Auto every night. <laughs> well, I mean, do, tell do, me I'm wrong. Do, do, well, do, do parents actually like? Like monitor like what video games kids watch. They no, or play. Do they just let them go? No, right? yeah. I can assure you of that because I hear ten and eleven year olds playing Call of Duty every single like, night, I'm sure, I'm sure calling the par- me profanity. I'm sure the parents are, are are just like, okay, little Jimmy, let's get on Call of Duty tonight. Of course, there's probably some cool parents that just don't care. I'm sure, but are you know. putting cool in quotation marks? I mean, <laughs> sometimes sometimes parents just want to fit in with their kids, you know. <laughs> It's okay, they kid. want to be their best friend instead of a parent. Okay, kid, let's put on Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> We're going to play Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> We're going to play Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim tonight. This has just evolved okay. into just I think, a complete I think thing of, 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 of parents fix your children. You got the, the Sorry. grapes are at date. Yeah, the, the answer is 1939. Okay, okay. Really? So that was a big... So that was probably like came right off the bat was probably getting banned. Yeah. So that was like mm-hmm. a communism. That was like a big... Like in the 20s through 40s. Red yeah. scare. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. <laughs> if not, it would have been it would have been dur- uh, banned during um, um, 
the Bay of Pigs. Yeah. Definitely. With with uh, with Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's some modern ones for you guys. Okay. Uh, Looking for Alaska by John Green. I've heard of that. I don't know that one. Um, this was banned for, and again, pocket banned, mm-hmm. um, for depictions of sexuality. It's a young adult book. Mm-hmm. Uh, profanity and inclusion of LGBTQ characters. Mm. So is that, is, that, is that sort of a, is that like a newer thing that's happening or is that, has that been a, a, a thing that people are trying to ban for years and years? Or is it just something that just recently people have just decided, we gotta, we gotta ban that. Even though the, the, the opposite should be happening, right? Oh, like, things that include LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, you guys have heard about the Hayes Code, right? I don't know anything. I don't, I don't know what that is. I'm oh, shoot. I'm oh. very dumb. I'm quite dumb. Movie guys don't know about the Hayes Code. The Hayes Code. Well, get, <laughs> I don't know. Folks strap in. We're getting ready to learn. We don't know Okay, about I can't remember the years right off the top of my head, but the Hayes Code um, was a code that was in effect in old Hollywood mm-hmm. that determined like what you could depict in movies okay. um, and how you could depict it. And that affected like the way actors kissed each other. Mm-hmm. Um the way LGBTQ characters were depicted, they had to be villainized. So that's mm. why you... Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. They had okay, to be okay. villainized and punished. Those were like the two tenets for that. Okay. So what this th- stuff's gone all the way back in every conceivable way. Like, So what, what, do you, what do you think the turning point was for that whenever they, they're like, we don't have to villainize anybody from from this community in in the movie or television or even book the Hayes code being struck down when, when was that i'll tell you i don't know the date <laughs> run off hand it just, it just reminded me like if you if, yeah. if we date back to like you know like i love lucy they slept in like separate beds yes. right yeah, yeah. so yeah. i'm trying to think what the first show was where the couple actually slept in the same bed uh, oh, I used to know that answer, what? actually. Yeah, I did, too. Well, I, I remember my sure. parents told me about it. Was it the Brady Bunch? No, no, no. It was maybe? before that. It was before that. Uh, was it the Adams Family? No, I don't no. think so. It, it was something that maybe like you just wouldn't think of. Like mm-hmm. a, like a, like a, uh, a Mary Tyler Moore or something like that. I'm not sure, though. Uh-huh. Me... The Hayes Code was this, was this self-imposed industry set of guidelines for all motion pictures that were, were released between 1934 and 1968. Okay. Mm. All right. So wow. very shortly before the free love movement. Yeah. So so yeah. You know, it's just no coincidence that movies started to become. I'm not, I don't want to say they started to become great because there's some great ones before 1970. But in the 70s, movies started to. That's one of the Scorseses and stuff like that. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, gosh, why, why can't I'm drawing a blank on it. who who directed the Clockwork Orange? Gosh, oh, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick, mm-hmm. and they start. That's when you started getting a little bit more wilder, like mm-hmm. like weirder stuff. Because yeah. maybe like. It was just more acceptable on film. Sure. Like, of oh, course, sure. Clockwork Orange still has like an X rating or like an NC-17 rating. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I'm writing myself a note uh, for it. something for you guys to put into your hat later. Oh, oh boy. It just reminded me Is of it? a topic. <laughs> a Clockwork Orange? Oh, yeah, we'll put that in. <laughs> uh, it's something called Video Nasties. Video Nasties. Video Nasties. What is that? It's, um, what is that? It's, uh, <laughs> it's a bunch of... Uh, of movies that were banned, I think, oh. in the UK back in the seventies, mm, eighties. Okay, that that'd be time. a good one. Yeah, yeah. there. I, I think I like you guys would be very into yeah, yeah, yeah. into that. We'll have, I'm we'll obsessed have to watch with I'm obsessed with the MPAA ratings. Where I used to be, and I, I would like to dive back into 
the banning of yeah what constitutes yeah, a ban yeah. as far as that goes mm-hmm. um, um, where were we what were we talking about um, we were, we're talking, talking about the Hays Code and then yeah yeah, yeah talking about um, censorship yeah, of yeah, yeah. LGBT oh, yeah, characters oh yeah the, the, the modern books yeah yeah, um, yeah I mean book bannings obviously still going on yeah. in the I mean, year yeah. of our lord 2023 mm-hmm. <laughs> but um i i guess to answer your question of when that started um it, it's just it's always been there yeah. the censorship always, yeah mm-hmm. of non-heterosexual uh existence <laughs> yeah. anyway um here's some more modern books um this one summer by jillian tamaki and mariko tamaki it is a Graphic novel, mm-hmm. very cute graphic novel, um, was banned, not from our library, for depictions of sexuality, drug use, weed, <laughs> profanity, oh, <geez. laughs> and inclusion of LGBTQ characters. Uh, so, okay. I smoke it every day in so front of my prob- kids, but they can't read about it. That's probably going to be like a, a common thread upon like, like more like modern books. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, this book here, this next one, and my last one, um, was the most challenged book of 2019, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Ghost Boys by Jewel Parker Rhodes. And um, this one has been banned and challenged for depiction of police brutality. Hmm. 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 Sort of like so um, The Hate You Give. Pretty much. Yes. So I had, I had mm-hmm. the hate you give yeah. on. The on hate this. you give is yeah. Also, I had that on yeah. here. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I watched the movie, did not read the book, but yeah, that was. I guess that's one where they're like, it's like oh, we don't want to show cops in a bad light. Or I assume that I assume it was a faithful adaptation from the book. Mm-hmm. So if that's mm-hmm. the case, then people are like, oh no, we can't, can't have that. It's to me, it feels like the people that are wanting to ban. So many books are just trying to be over-sheltering. I hate to say that word and use it in that sort of context, but it feels like to me that it is just shelteredness and um, unaccepted, unaccepting of, of other people's lives and you know what they are yeah. and who they are. Uh, which is which is it's sad. Which is I mean, like, yet again, not trying to. I don't want to get political. I'm just trying to state like a fact. But from where sure. we live, is that it, in our community in, in in Southern West Virginia, there's really just there's really just one one religion. So the fact that people that are just like this is the one religion, this is the one you got to stick by, trying to tell other people it's like no, like you can't have this thing is is crazy mm-hmm. to me. Whenever yeah. other people try to go outside of that religion and and try to find out who they are, it's like no, nope, can't can't do that this is the, this is our way of life here and no just funny just very funny <laughs> yeah i agree i, I just don't yeah. i don't understand it um but um the, the question i was going to ask you was um you, how long how long have you been uh, at the library now uh seven months seven now. months yeah um from not only your your personal experience that you you of your well your professional experience but also your personal experience mm-hmm. do you feel that these books being banned make these books actually more popular though like more people will want to check this book out and see why it's banned compared to just reading something stating that it's banned mm-hmm. like, do do you do you, like do you feel more people come in and look at the banned books and be like well why is this banned and pick it up and check it out just to see why 
Yes. So, so do you, do you feel like a book ban hurts the book or that it actually helps the book in the long run? Um, that's a nuanced discussion to have, but from what I've seen with all of all of the um, little displays that I do, mm-hmm. the mo- what's gotten the most interaction has been my band book display. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just something about it is mm-hmm. eye catching. It's, it's like, eye is very, very eye catching. It's, it's yeah. like why was this banned? And I think that it ties into that philosophy of no public or all publicity is good publicity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also doesn't change the fact that there are just a lot of school districts and public libraries that just do not have these materials on hand Mm -hmm. because of the ban. So it, on the one hand, it does spotlight them. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, it does negatively affect them. Both of these things Mm -hmm. are true. So it's given, it's given to things. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's the reason why I asked. Uh, I I didn't, for me, it would be if I was that young and and was with the mindset that I have now uh, Mm -hmm. back then, I would have been probably trying to scope those books yes, out just to see absolutely. why they were banned yeah. and to form a, a, my mm-hmm. opinion about it. Um, but yeah, I mean that I, you know, uh, that's that's just the question that I, I felt was appropriate to ask when it comes to uh, the popularity of those those books, mm-hmm. along with uh, you know what what we were talking about. Uh, anything else? Um, you 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 were. <laughs> talking about some moral dilemma that you you wanted to bring up to us yes um i had a patron come in to the library last week i believe Mm -hmm. that um just apropos of nothing proposed an ethical question to me and i learned something but i'm going to propose the same question to you guys and you answer and then i'll tell you how i answered as someone who is working on her librarianship Mm -hmm. certification Okay. okay okay So this man comes in. Let me set the scene for you. This man comes in. He has long silver hair, a uh, velvet black blazer on, and like his little round sunglasses. Okay. <laughs> he comes in. He needs a fax. I do this fax for him. I bring the re- the fax receipt back to mm-hmm. him, and he looks at me. He's like, "Can I ask you a question?" Sure. It's like, okay. As a as a librarian. There is this book that is called Pernkoff's Anatomy. It's a Pernkoff's Atlas of Topographical and Applied Human Anatomy. This book has the most accurate depictions of the human body. Mm-hmm. It is still actively being used by surgeons today. It is currently out of print because... Pernkoff was a Nazi. Oh. Woo! Oh my. Pernkoff was a Nazi. It is out of publication because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've looked it up. You can find copies online and they are thousands of dollars. Okay. <laughs> thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, and the artwork depicted in the in this anatomy book has been donated for like historical preservation. So there's that. Mm-hmm. So the question that was proposed to me was would you carry it in your library? So he was basically like, 
So he's putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Asking you on a, whether or not you were a Nazi supporter. He was on a reality show. He was secretly filming yeah. you to see what your answer he was. Be. He was on <laughs> What Would You Do or whatever uh, that one was called. With John Quinones. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the question is, would we? Would I carry the book because... If you were if, a librarian okay. and you were building your collection out... Mm-hmm. And you need, and you had this anatomy book, okay, that's still being used, like it's still factually correct. Mm-hmm. Would you keep it, even though the guy that put it oh, together? Man. You seem like a straight up Nazi. <laughs> was a Nazi, and there is some debate over the depictions of the of the bodies. The illustrations of the uh-huh. bodies in the book, if they may have been Austrian uh, political prisoners. Oh, oh that's the okay. Case. Now that changes it. Yeah, that changes things. Yeah, I was Be- probably gonna say no, anyways, but yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, my answer initially was initially, gonna be yes. It, yeah, I mean, for the reason of being that if he if he's a he's a Nazi, I'm gonna rip his daggone name out <laughs> of the whole entire book. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's being used for medical purposes to help people in the long run, then yes, I, w- I would keep that book. Um, I wouldn't let kids, you know, rent it out or anything. But as far as for a for medical professionals and things like that that would need that book and possibly it would help them to treat people, yes. However, with the inf- the end part of that information <laughs> that you brought. There's no way. There's no earthly way I would keep that book. Yeah, I know. I know that, that's going to be a no for me <laughs> if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. but I, I was leaning towards no to begin with. But it, I don't know. It's something I had to think about. You know, like I, cause he was an actual Nazi. Yes. Because I almost like relate that to like a uh, who, who's the director of a uh, of Rosemary's Baby. Oh, um, Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. Yes. Like, you still see those movies out, and he's objectively an awful person. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, what do you do? Like, what do is, is it okay to steal, like, Rosemary's Baby? <laughs> it's like, it is. It's great. Uh, but he's not. He's awful. So I'd, I'd say no, obviously, for that one. Unless you, say, okay. unless, unless you say unless you say unless you say otherwise. <laughs> unless you say, yeah, that I'm with you, you know. <laughs> got to be agreeable. You know? <laughs> okay. So here's how I answered this question. I said... Yes, we would carry it. Yes. Because because <laughs> one of the core tenets of librarianship is being anti-censorship. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Libraries, okay. by and large, are against book banning. Yeah. Period. Sure. sure. It is... Book bans within yeah. public libraries are not coming from the librarian level. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be because that's not ethical. Right. So, this being a nonfiction book, mm-hmm. the way we maintain and weed our collections is we look at our nonfiction books. If the information is out of date, cannot be used, gets tossed, we'll put it up for sale, mm-hmm. whatever. But since this is something that is still being used by medical professionals, the information is accurate, 
we would we would carry it. Yeah, there's nothing like objectively false. In right. There's nothing. What you're saying. Nothing so, objectively yeah, false. I, then I, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. 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 See, I, yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't have the, the librarian uh, mindset. So <laughs> my, my brain just goes like, oh, okay. Let me so get I was this. partly so, ethically correct. So, 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 so let's say if I if I was working as a in a library and knew this stuff that you just said, that I guess I would, I would I would by default I would have to say yeah. Like we, since there's nothing in it that just uh, that shows his like awful point, points of view or like anything that's like objectively false. I mean, I, the only thing that's really awful in it is that it's pictures of prisoners, which, which, which kind is of... It's not, not proven. It's well, unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. It's unconfirmed. I will say that some of the illustrations, um, like in initial publications, like the artist signed it with some Nazi symbology that was later removed. Oh, okay. Okay. Later removed. Okay. This wow. book is out of print, yeah. um, but I think there is a case to be made that it could be recirculated with a disclaimer in the front. Sure. You know, sure. like how Just Disney, like Disney does. Plus. Yeah, yeah, like how yeah. Disney. Dumbo. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a viewpoints of this book do not reflect. You know, I, I haven't, <laughs> yes. actually haven't watched Dumbo in a long time, but some TikToks popped up of some stuff that happens in Dumbo. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding? Like, like, of course there's something that shot that pops up at the beginning of this. This is yeah. this is terrible. But yeah, I, I get. I, I totally understand yeah, that. Yeah, I, I completely yeah. understand that yeah. myself. That so yeah, um, yeah. Hmm. Well, we've had our ethical dilemma. For <laughs> Even though we've been on an ethical dilemma the whole entire episode. Um, Erica, is there anything else you want to to ch- chit chat about? You think you want to uh, advertise? Yeah. Oh. Your work or well. Let me think. It's a tough one. It is a tough this one. Is a, this is a moral dilemma. Uh, well, okay. I am currently on my um, never-ending journey to being traditionally published, which is super hard. Super I hard. I yeah, I and I need people to understand that it is yeah, yeah. super hard and getting harder every year that passes because there is such a deluge of material yeah. uh, being sent out to agents. It's, it's very hard it's to land non-stop agent. material. Yeah. yeah. Um, so recently in, in my endeavor to, uh, get some representation for my books, I've noticed that on query forms, a query is the thing that basically say, Hey, this is what my book's about. Mm -hmm. Would you like to represent me, please? Uh, (laughs) I promise it's good. Um, in query forms now, there are now sections for social media, And there is now the expectation of um, authors being a one-person marketing machine. Mm. Now, I left Twitter in 2021. I'm not going back. Don't blame you. But I'm on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I'm on And you get some views on TikTok. But not for the writing ones, unfortunately. Isn't isn't that how it always goes, right? Four million views for my face, but nothing for my like funny like, little like a three second TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so mad. I don't know anything about TikTok, so no. I just you know the algorithm is rough. Anyway, rough before I continue my querying journey, I'm trying to build up a base on TikTok yeah. so that way I can how post many, the link how many and feel like how many followers you at now? Uh, not many, like three thousand or something like that. You got quite a few on that 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 four million dollar four million four, four million, million dollar four million I dollar wish, video. I wish four million. We would all video. not be here anymore because we would be <laughs> yeah. riding the coattails. That's yes. what we would be We're doing. So, uh, we would all be on vacation <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, Thirty four hundred. Okay. Anyway, 
I'm trying to build up an audience so I can yeah. post the link and maybe they might give That's my rough. query a second read. Yeah. It makes you feel any better. Yeah. You have 3,400 more than me and Caleb do, so. <laughs> I, got, I actually got, I got about hey, 7,300. Yeah, he's Ooh. got no, but it, way but, more. But <laughs> once I got to 7,000, it, it was a screeching halt. Like, it's taken me forever to get that 300. And I, similar, like, I try to... To sort of uh, pimp out my music via mm-hmm. TikTok through the viewers, but they do not care about that. <laughs> even like even this even this this podcast trying mm-hmm. to then people are like, oh, just, it's just, hard out here. Just give us a thirty second list that's very controversial instead, Caleb. Come on, yeah, give yeah. us what we'll give us what we want. That is <laughs> the key for yeah. interaction is say something controversial. Yeah, say what something. is your what is your TikTok handle? My TikTok handle is at. Nom de Erica. It's it's a play on non de plume. N O M D E E R I C A. So um so go give, give her, her a, follow. a follow. Give me a little follow. Have and you, have you pinned your four million your four million view video Jesus. or do you, do you not want to? I the videos I have pinned are like all about the writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, man. I just posted this for my wife. <laughs> I, I didn't expect everyone in the world to have an opinion on my profile. Um, anyway, if you follow me on TikTok, I have a link to my card page, which has a bunch of outgoing links to like landing pages for my various writing projects. I worked uh, very hard on those. They're very pretty on desktop. Um, and you can actually read the first chapter of my novel, Saltland, on oh. there. So uh, if you very cool feel like reading it... Um, it, it has been the one that has gotten me the most positive feedback. <laughs> well, yeah, go do it, people. Cool. Yeah, go do it. Go follow. Go click that it. link. <laughs> um, well, Caleb, um, I guess uh, now we uh, pick our topic for next week. Yeah, uh, I'll leave that to Eric. Do you, ha- uh, you have anything else you, wanna, you want to... You know Discuss, what? I don't talk? think so. I think we've probably covered it all. Covered. I mean, I had a little bit more on Death of the Author, but we might be here for another hour. So, <laughs> tell you what, we'll put Death of Death Part of, Two. We'll put it in here. Death and we'll, of the we'll, Author. We'll put literary theory in there. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Fine. That's. <laughs> we'll sit here and we'll listen to you again. Because. <laughs> all right, Erica. So go ahead and pick our topic for next week and let us know what. We will be discussing. God, I hope it's good. I hope it's good, too. hope it's good. I hope it's another one of my topics. <laughs> it's going possible. for three. That'll be three. It's very possible. Going for three. Three in a row. Oh, no. Oh, no. Which holiday is best? Uh-oh. 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 Which holiday Uh-oh. is best? Caleb, which none ho- of them. Which holiday is best? You have to find out next week when mm, we talk about so. it. We'll, uh, <laughs> which holiday is best? Which holiday? Oh, I didn't know that was best. in there. Yeah, I, I threw some threw some random ones. Some in crazy there. ones in there. Some crazy. I'll just talk about the Grammys again next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For Caleb, the Oscars is a complete holiday, so he's he's it kinda excited. Is, you know, it kinda is. <laughs> you. Awards season. Awards season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Don't we have something in there about awards? Or I believe so. Who cares? This is the holidays. Holiday, holiday. Which holiday? I think Green Days is the best. Well, I mean, we do have. Did you get it? We have. Did you get well, it? Well, I mean, their song holiday. Oh, shut up. <laughs> we do have Valentine's Day coming up next week, so which is objectively the worst holiday. Oh, it's my favorite. Have uh, you have you not been in President's Day yet? Because that's a holiday for me. I have the day off. And so do any, kids any holiday where you get the day off is a good one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's true. Yeah. Caleb, where can people find us? Uh, I mean, they can find us on Facebook. Just uh, type in chat for my hat. Uh, Find us on Instagram, Twitter, 
uh, YouTube, obviously anywhere where you stream your podcast, including the one that you're on right now listening to this very episode. And if anyone is listening on YouTube, I do apologize that I completely forgot to upload last week's episode until Saturday. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's Listen, that's, we have like probably like two viewers on YouTube. That's okay. But those two viewers are important. Uh, sure. Listeners. <laughs> we love them. We love yeah. them, yeah. Hey, I'm glad they got their YouTube episode. <laughs> well... Uh, so, well, thank you very much for listening to us here. I am Josh Brown. I'm Kay Luther. And you? I'm Erica Kitchen. And thank you so much for being here. Thank we you, hope Erica. you have enjoyed a Chat from a Hat. We will talk to you all next week about which holiday is best. Mm-hmm.